like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... funny is as he told us to shut up today in my head when he was like everybody i was like was kung fu fighting fast as i like how we both went to random music yep yours was better i mean thunderstruck is a superior song thunderstruck yeah anything acdc is mm-hmm. yeah. you know superior mm-hmm. yeah i uh in my little adventure back home because funny story came over here to start the podcast didn't have my podcast notebook nope had to turn around drive all the fucking way back home get my goddamn notebook Come all the way back i can't here. do the story without my goddamn serial nope. killer notes and on my way back uh on my way over to my house i uh jammed out very very loud to uh dirty deeds <laughs> yeah like thunder sheep like like windows down yes. driving through the canyons just yes. like done dirt cheap <laughs> like people looking at me i was like fuck you <laughs> i don't care take in my beauty <laughs> yeah you wish you knew the words to yeah. this song everybody knows the words to that dirty song dirty deeds Thunder sheep. thunder sheep. You have to say thunder sheep. You have to say thunder sheep. Oh, I don't do that. Dirty oh. deeds, thunder sheep. Yeah. Dirty That's better lyric. And the thunder sheep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was in high school, like the movie. like come out and play song, the Offspring song, yeah. mm-hmm. was used to be Hey, United Way. Used <laughs> <laughs> to do that. Okay. So my friends used to okay. Do okay. You you know what? Support now the it's United the United Way. Way song. You guys support the United Way. Bing. I think we can all get on board. That's with our that. PSA. Yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for supporting us. Yes. Thank you. Because we are the Booze and Booze podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories and we drink thematically appropriate malty beverages. Yeah. We're, we're uh, doing that right now. Yeah. I had to drink half of mine down because I was a little ragey at myself for having to drive an hour. You did rage. To go get my fucking notebook. I think the other problem is that this beer is super good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, super good. It goes down real smooth. The like the the stanky saisonness of it is an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. So good job. Uh, but yeah. Welcome podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we, as we mentioned last week, if you are a faithful listener, if you're a long time, long time listeners will remember. If you're a loyal fucko, yeah, loyal fuckos would know that this week we are doing haunted cemetery. Cemetery, we because nothing rings in the week before Christmas like dead people. Yeah, like just plots full of dead people. Yep, well, land covered in dead. Yep, just or just, dead below the land, d- but on top. Festive stones. Yes. That are literally beautifully carved or named marble. Carved thick on the ground. Yes. yes. Underground. Over dead people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the dead people. All of them. Drive All by them. wearing a black outfit. Throw some flowers out the window for your dead relatives. Yay. Drive Merry by. Merry Christmas, dead grandpa. Yeah. Drive by flower tossing. <laughs> yeah. Just like. Yeah, that sounds like a your... Christmas song I don't want to listen to. <laughs> Merry <laughs> Christmas, dead grandpa. It's a country song? Yeah, of course it Merry is. Merry Christmas, dead grandpa. It's been dead for a year. To Grandma Got Ran Over it's by the, a it's Reindeer. The sequel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's what happens to poor grandpa now. <laughs> he used to work for Budweiser and bring home the beer. Oh, I like grandpa. That's good. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'll keep. I'll go, keep work- I go to that Christmas. Yeah, yeah. my I'll, grandpa didn't do that. You keep working on that. I'll keep song. working on it. Okay. okay. Um, I was in in research for this uh, episode of Haunted Cemeteries. Oh, you were Frenchy again. French. I am all the French. I don't know why. Um, I was like looking into like how often are cemeteries actually haunted? Because it seems like this is they where all the ghosts be. lived. But apparently most cemeteries are places of peace and rest. Yeah. Like it's like they're very calm and like there can be meditative like places for mm-hmm. psychics to go because it's so it's so like they're cleared air. Yeah. They're very happy for them. Dead. So normally mm-hmm. they're very peaceful places, but when they're not, they're fucking not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that like most dead people that are lying in the ground, if your neighbor gets uppity, like everybody's kind of like, hey, yeah, turn get, it, off, shut, get off it, my lawn. Turn it down. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be the dead one, like blasting Cavalera conspiracy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Quinn, shut up. Oh God! And then you just like pop your arm, your bony arm, yeah. through one, the thing. The one finger salute, freedom oh. rocket. Yep, that's gonna be me dead. Oh. What are you gonna do about it? Kill me? Kill me? <laughs> Fucking dead. <laughs> so let me listen to my dirty deeds, Thunder Sheep. Thunder Sheep. Yeah. So oh, that's better. I'm gonna sing it that way from now on. I like it. Yeah. Dude, look, do it. Don't let us I, tell you how I, to do I, it. Look, I never do let uh, you tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that is 100 percent true. <laughs> She's her own woman. That, that's very true. Hashtag feminism. That's right. Um, but that is a good uh, alteration. Honor. Yeah. It's, I mean, United Way. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I also like to sing that Katy Perry song, Dinosaur, instead of Dark Horse. Yeah. Because I'm coming at you like a dinosaur. I think it's a better song that way. Yeah. She's coming at him like a dark horse. What does that fucking mean? Come at me like a dinosaur. That is something to talk about. Katy Perry really missed the dinosaur boat on that one. Yeah. She better, like, think about it. Yeah, Maybe Katie, she should... call me. Yeah. We'll ch- we'll chat. Katie, we'll noodle on it. Yeah. Who's who's your lyricist? You fucked it. There's no good. It should be me. Yeah. <laughs> be me. Me. So. Uh, okay. You are first this week, Mally. First. first. So, first, and you first. picked your cemetery first too. So you got first dibs on cemeteries. First on everything. Yes, I picked my cemetery um, before a movie on Friday. That's what I did. I was like, I have a half an hour before this movie starts. Yeah. What cemetery am I going to talk about? Which means I didn't pick mine until after Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's how that works out. So, fuckos. I'm All right. Up. Buckle up. Buckle if up. you are not already buckled, Please. which you should really start the podcast buckled, buckled. Mm-hmm. you should just assume one will need buckleage for yep. whatever episodic yeah. genius we're about to give you. That's Especially right. if you're driving in a car while listening. Oh, it's yeah, then definitely buckle up. It's the up. law. Yeah. yeah. But also the law ticket. for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the story of the haunted Bachelor's Grove Cemetery in Chicago, Illinois. Yay. Adjacent. Adjacent. Chicago adjacent. adjacent. So Chicago adjacent. Um, Bremen. No, they bury them deep dish tile there. They do. It takes them like 45 <laughs> yeah, extra minutes. They, to, they really dig them down. Mm-hmm. Like um, an extra six. Are we going to learn why it's called Bachelor's Grove? No married bit. people allowed. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Bachelor's Grove uh, is located in the southwestern suburbs of Chicago. For you geography nerds. For you geography nerds. Uh, Southside Irish pride. Yep. That's what you say, I guess. They, I, look, I don't know anything I, uh, about you're not, None of us are from Chicago. No. Either. No. So, um, but the, you're from closer. We're yeah. from closer to Chicago, but not. But I'm, that wouldn't take a lot. For I'm me. from the closest of all of us. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 I'm further south. Anyway, geography. <laughs> yeah. 
None of us are geography Let's nerds. have a Wisconsin geography no. argument. Yeah, hey, not. guys, uh, Wisconsin off right now. Yeah. No. Throw down Wisconsin fight. No. I like cheese more than you like it, and I like Gauss more than you like it, and I like Miller more than you like it, I like Hussars more than you like it. I also like Cabela's more than you like it, and I love deer hunt more than you like it. How do you I feel win. about vagina coin purses and nipple belts? I love them. Ed Gein, that guy's all right. Wisconsin, that's a good guy. You know what? Jeffrey Dahmer, that's a good guy. Like him more than you. He was misunderstood. Yeah, he was real quiet. Kept himself. He's just misunderstood. He He had the best deer steaks. Didn't taste like any deer I'd ever had before. No deer like I'd ever had before. Uh, No. So, Bachelors Grove Cemetery has been around since the early 1800s. Okay, that's a long time for America. Yeah, but the exact origins of the town bachelor's grove um they're a little more uncertain shrouded in mystery not really the veils of history was it not an on-purpose town was it an accidental town well it's an on-purpose town but people the the how they claim it came about one moment of indiscretion in the back of a pontiac and suddenly your town's there yeah suddenly you have a town yep um they just skeet skeet it all over the ground and then town town um the book a skeet on the ground town illinois Claims that the grove it's was... It's Bachelor's Grove. You just oh, so I like it. You just self-ski. <laughs> um, was around in like as early as 1834 and was called Batchelder's Grove, spelled B-A-T-C-H-E-L-D-E-R-S, Batchelder. Um, and it was named after a family, the Batchelder family. That was there because a lot of times back in the day, whomever People had settled, stupid names. Well, they had <laughs> stupid names and then wherever... Name is Batch Elder. Batch Elder. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a Star Trek character? A little bit. He's the Batch Elder. Yeah. This, the, the town of Batch Elder, founded by Quibble Bibbly-Dum. Batch Elder. Batch Elder. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Um, Quibble Bibbly-Dum. But a lot of those towns back in the day, they were, the names came from like the most prominent family that yeah. first settled there. So sure. the Batch Elder's family in 1834. However, yeah, that makes sense. Because everyone knows that Chicago was named after Billy Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his brother, Steve. Yeah. And New York City was named after Jane, New York City. <laughs> New York York City. City. Um, But however, another man, a guy named Stephen Rexford, uh, actually claimed he started the town in 1830. Well, it's not called Rexford Grove. No. No, that he started the town in the same year, 1833, 1834, and it was named actually for a group of four men, four bachelors, who settled on that land and they named it Bachelors Grove. This sounds like some reverse engineering trying to take credit for a town that fucker did not build. Did not build. He went there as like, it was him and his three, like, single his dude bros friends. his bros yeah. you know they circle jerk yeah, yeah that's like they were log, where we oh, could go and be free what do they call log cabin republicans yes yeah. they were log cabin. <laughs> um but so anyway regardless Look, of if, how, we're, if we're watching porn and we're all jerking together it's not gay or it's nothing not gay, it's right? just we're just jerking together yeah we're just, just to stay we're yeah. just enjoying i mean uh, look these nice i'm just looking at the wide boobs. stance yep looking at the boobs no peripheral of your dong. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this voice. But. <laughs> yeah. This is my jacking off bachelor voice. This is <laughs> the jacking off bachelor, bachelor voice. voice. Yeah. It's a very specific voice. It's sad. Uh, you yeah. guys like women? No. We I like Coach Ditka. I like jerking it. <laughs> I like women, but only in a two dimensional square in front of me to jack off to. Yeah. Surrounded by other guys. <laughs> yeah. Could one of you like a real it? man? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, when you're done, can you put it in my pooper? Thanks. 
Anyway, just a little, just 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 a just a tip, just, a, just, a tip just, just for a, a second, second. Just for a second. Um, but regardless of how the town got its name, um, <laughs> not that way, not That's that 100% way. Not how that town got its name. No, um, <laughs> we still haven't got past the town name. This is gonna be a long episode. <laughs> uh, with the people living there, you need to find a place to stick them when they die, because sure. you know mm-hmm. you can't just. It's not culturally acceptable to just like throw them in a ditch. So no. spreads disease, yeah, smells bad, it's gross. Yeah. Um, so they decided they were going to build a cemetery. So a guy named Edward Everden, who was one of the town's uh, more prominent residents, owned a lot of land. He gave over one acre of land from his property to use as a cemetery. He said, "All right, you can have one acre for dead people storage." Yeah, that's about it. I mean, it's a super small town. You don't need more yeah. than an acre. How many dead people you can store there? Right, and you can just after a while start stacking them on top yeah, of each other. Yeah, dig um, the hole deeper. That's where they deep dish Chicago style. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this particular cemetery is now considered one of Cook County's oldest cemeteries, though it is now inactive. Ooh. Inactive? Inactive. No no new peoples. No new peoples. Full. No vacancy. No vacancy. Any new business. No. Any old business. Yes. Lots of old ghost business. (laughs) The first person to be buried there was a woman named Eliza Scott in 1844. So the first person buried in Bachelor Grove was was a woman. Was a vagina lady. So I think Mr. Rexford was full of shit. Mm. Because in oh, what yeah, eleven the years, ridiculous. Ten, yeah. eleven years. All of a sudden, there's all these bitches. No, no, and, and old enough bitches to die. Yeah, um, all these old bitches just moving I'll, in, the old bitches in our circle jerks. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of their moms that they were living in the basement of. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, you're right. Mom died. Who's gonna buy me? Who's gonna buy me bagel bites? <laughs> Pizza rolls. Pizza and rolls. Not tostitos. I need Doritos. Anyway, this has been jerking off guy voice. <laughs> Um, and the last few, uh, the last two people that were buried in the cemetery was Laura McGee in 1965. Another woman. And the super duper last, last, last person was a man named Robert oh. Shields, uh, who was buried actually in a family plot in 1989. So the last real burial, like brand new burial was 65. Um, oh, okay. but because there was a family plot and he was cremated. So they just took Mr. Shields in 1989 and they just and buried they him. They just threw the urn hole. like a football. Exactly. Into yeah. the t- and he was like, da, bears. And then they just like, it. spiked it into the ground. <laughs> that's, that's how he went out. He was actually in a, a, a urn that was shaped like, like a football. Like a football, football yeah. urn. It was one of yeah. those uh, cookie jars that's yeah. football shaped. Yeah. Just dug a they small bought it hole. on the QVC. Just. Blue and orange said bears. Da, bears. And it's got like, da, bears 1985 all over it. Yeah. This was like, what, four or five years later? Four years later? I can he bet. asked to be buried with his favorite picture of Coach Ditka. Yep. In his... Uh, Clutched in bears. his pants. Anyway. <laughs> um, sports. Sports. Um, Still but, residual cookies inside so, of it. <laughs> delicious. Yeah. It's like part, uh, it's part human, part. Nabisco. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Keebler elves. <laughs> He's part human, part Keebler elf. That's exactly. He's <laughs> melded. If you unbury this, it's going to be like the fucking Satan Keebler elf guy. Yeah, because this is how uh, you get like goat man, right? Yeah. Like it's, this is <laughs> it. This is, you don't mix. It's elf man. It's elf man. They're half elves. <laughs> this is how Skyrim They don't get started. as many skill points at the beginning of the game, but no. then they're much nicer and easier to deal with. That's right. Um, so <clears throat> shenanigans that are believed to have contributed to the ghostly activity actually began in the 1960s. So so right about the time they were closing up shop. Exactly. Was the time when vandals, hooligans, ruffians began oh, wreaking... Oh, I bet it was youths. Troublemaker. Damn youths, um, began Skateboarding wreaking, youths. Ah, with their music and their rock. 
Their hip hops and their pants are too tight and too loose at the same time. (laughs) Their hair's too long. They're doing too many drugs. Sixties. They all got tattoos where you can see them. What are they, sailors? Yeah. Was that in the sixties? I don't know. Okay. Um, Sure. Sure. Yes. 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 We said it. It's true now. Sold. Um, Tattoos were invented in the sixties. No, uh, so at the time, so the cemetery was now newly isolated. So no one was really going in there. And then they moved, I think, a road that used to go around the cemetery. They closed that part down, which kind of shut off that entire cemetery um, from the public. And so a lot of people used to go and it was like a popular lover's lane where people would just go and, you know, you make life where life ends. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to fuck on dead people. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. Um, But then uh, after the nice people just making out, you know, left, then the vandals came in and... Um, because I guess in the 60s, there was literally nothing else to do other than grave rob, because that's what they did. They knocked over gravestones, they spray painted shit, and they broke in, uh, they Youths. broke up, they dug up fucking coffins, broke them apart, and like took them. Or they just took the coffin with the person inside. Why not? Why? Right? Because you, the I 60s, could see, like, nothing you, to do. I could see like you break it open, you seal valuables. You yeah. Break it open, you take the body, you sell it to a medical school. Yeah. Like, so um, what am I going to do with half rotted dead person? People really would, good Halloween decoration. True. Yeah, super f- believable. Um, but yeah, they would take tombstones. They would throw it in the quarry pond that was on the property too. So like if you just so they drained, stole a rock to throw it in water. Yes, they stole a giant tombstone. Ro- I'm going to skip this. Check this out. Cool, cool. Like discus. Yeah. It's like, it's like a Thor playing discus. Yeah. Put it in the keep... back of your pickup truck and then we'll do a fishtail at the, at the, right but at the like, shore there and you'll skip the tombstone. It's so gross though that like, yeah, bury it. You bury, uh, bring them up, steal their coffin. Yeah. Cool. That seems weird. It's, Really yeah, this is why some good stuff I'm in glad there, we live in a land of cable. Uh, yes. Yeah. Now. It's no hubbo back then. There's, what are you going to do? Um, no HGTV. Mm-mm. Yeah, none. No food. Yeah, no ghost adventures for that. No. Oh, what would mm. we do? Um, but it was not just the vandals that were causing all the harm. Um, officers who would patrol the woods reported seeing evidence of black magic and occult rituals. Oh, oh. yeah, cult time! Remains of chickens and small animals who were slaughtered and mutilated Sacrificial in a ritualistic chicken. manner were strewn about the land. So it could also be. So it was the cult of KFC. It's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cool to Popeye. He does chicken. It right. is I, Colonel Holland Sanders. I would like you to be- dig up these chicken. bodies. And I would like you to take a chicken and sacrifice it to my 11 herbs and spices. First, I would like you to fuck it and do that chicken right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then sacrifice And I'm going to demonstrate. We'll, this is, we'll invent squawk porn together. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why he was a crow, but... Because that's ah! that's where the moment took you. Because that's where it went. That was my awesome. Um, but that also could have led to the ghosties. Because up until the chicken 60s, ghosts, no chicken. Oh, this, this. oh, I got excited for chicken. But ghosts. there were no reports of any activity prior to. Oh, but the they 1960s. were sacrificing and awakening devils and such yeah. and so using on. their black magic. Their yeah. magic that There's has been blackened. Their magical with devil magic. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Colonel Sanders came up from Kentucky, sacrificed chickens to get the right recipe for his Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, exactly. In this graveyard, you want to know what those eleven herbs and spices are? No, you don't. Yeah, no, you don't. It's your great grandpa. Old dead dicks. Old dead tits, old dead skeet. It's gross. 
but look, the chicken tastes great. It's delicious. You can't you argue can't, with flavor. You can't you argue, argue with flavor. flavor. Do you know that KFC on Twitter, it only follows 11 people, and it's the Five Spice yeah, Girls? Yeah, Five Girls and, and everybody like named Herb. Herbs. Herb. That's funny. When I, read, I was like, good job, KFC. Good, good job. jokes. I, I think you're that funny. Easter egg of a joke. Good That's job. That's all good. Um, Spice Girls. Spice so today, what's left of the cemetery is uh, overgrown with weeds and closed off by... Overgrown with weed? Yeah, and easily accessible and jumpable chain link fence. So, oh, okay. you know, watch out. So still overrun with youths. Yep. Yes. Um, and the trenches from when these people actually like robbed the graves are still open. Like some of them Ooh. weren't. They didn't even cover them back up. Oh, so they just, they just the like dug a ground, hole, took the coffin, coffin and left, left a hole. Yeah. Well, that is a safety hazard. Yeah. yeah. Think about <laughs> it. You just, there's not light in cemetery. I have Colonel having, Sanders could have fallen into one of the holes while he was sacrificing chickens. Yeah. Think yeah. about that. You're right. Think about that. I don't know if I could What live. would Norm Macdonald be doing now? Right? Or, um. Hey, it's finger looking good. Or, uh, Ray Liotta. Yeah. What would he be doing? That one I had to look up because I was like, who the fuck who the is fuck that? I know. <laughs> um, but there are a number of stories um, of ghosts and other kind of paranormal things that occur spoopy. at spoopy, that occur at the cemetery. But I'm only going to talk about three. Okay. Because some of them are orbs and lights. And as we all know, Meh, ghost bubbles. Bullshit. <laughs> um, and the first is that I'm going to talk about is that of the white lady. Ooh. Ooh. So the white, lady. the white lady who is referred to as Mrs. Rogers, um, she will welcome you into her neighborhood. Oh, okay. Um, she just wants to be my neighbor. She does want to be your neighbor. Um, Introduces she you to the grave of Mr. McFeely. Is seen want. Yes. <laughs> R.I.P. Mr. McFeely. Um, no, she is seen wandering through the tombstones, um, holding sometimes holding a small infant and sometimes <laughs> a bear's braided football. Yeah, holding a <laughs> fucking idol of Coach Ditka in one hand and a fucking football in the other. Um, no, and she'll be wandering through the gravestone, sometimes with the baby, sometimes by herself. But you always doing see the her. Super Bowl shuffle. Always. <laughs> she ain't here to start no trouble. <laughs> so, but it's always I on. made a sports show. Hey! Yay! You did it! Um, I'm so proud of myself. Always in, in the full moonlight. So, you know, it's also oh, only on a full moon. Yeah. So okay. that's when you will see her. Okay. Um, so like super moon. She's super. There. She's so there. <laughs> She'll like wave at you. And yeah. shit. Um, no. And so she uh, legend has it. Like I said, you can only see her on moonlit nights. She was supposedly buried next to her child, which is why they call her Mrs. Rogers. They found the grave of a woman named fucking who cares Rogers and next New to her New York City Rogers New York City <laughs> Rogers and next to her was uh, the baby Rogers was like infant daughter that was what was on the, the, the tombstone Aww. but Aww. that's actually not true Um, so that is actually somebody else's daughter I was like they just buried her they next just, to some rando yeah they that actually re, uh, had to do a tombstone so the infant daughter tombstone used to say the actual girl's name mm. which was not anything Rogers like she was unrelated so you know, is who is she? You know, they call her Mrs. Rogers. You don't really know. Um, but I did find this really cool picture of what they think is 
the um, lady in white um, in the dress that you see her in. It's a crazy picture because it was taken in 1991. And so a bunch of paranormal investigator oh, type people. It looks like very early photography photo. It does. But it's early <clears throat> infrared photography because yeah, that's the type of camera that they mm. used to take this, this picture because it was at night. So they were just like, let's use our infrared. So they aimed the camera toward this little checkered stool thing that is in the cemetery took a bunch of pictures and when they were developing it you very clearly oh yeah it's clear as day yeah. I, when Melly was like there's a ghost in this picture I was like that's just a woman sitting on a bench where's no, the ghost that's the ghost it's like she is she is bright like fully formed yeah there's a lady there you can there see a lady like there. features on her face there's yep. no doubt about it yeah she and she looks the type of dress mm. that she's in it looks very like 1920s 1930s and yeah. that big kind of like boxy longer yeah so that's interesting ruffles yeah Flounces. Drop, drop sure. waist. You know, she's yeah. probably a. She was probably a flapper. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, and it's Dirty like she's whore. she's like looking down. Her hands are kind of at her sides. Her feet are like crossed. Like you can see so much detail in it. Yeah, we'll post a picture. I'm sure we'll you know infringe on that copyright. Yeah. Um, and then show you that. But it's it's really super duper crazy how they they got this picture. Um, the the other story, um, or another story is that is completely like. We're going to do a 180 here, and it's about an old man and his horse. (laughs) (laughs) And his horse. And his horse. Um, So in the 1870s, now this is based on an actual story that they could sort of verify. So in the 1870s, there was a farmer who was plowing a field near the pond that is in the cemetery. This was before it was a cemetery. And... Um, something startled the horse. Oh. I am startled. Startled. So startled. Um, this caused the reins to become tangled around the farmer's legs and ankles. And so the horse began dragging the oh, farmer no. behind it. Oh, that'll teach you to ride a horse. <laughs> he ran into the pond and the farmer could not get out. That's why you need upper and, arm strength, man. He well, it's the end of this suit. And for he you drank. blazing saddles for fans no. out there. Um, so... Um, decades like this this was reported in the 1970s the first time this kind of came up but there were some forest reserve uh police or officers that were on patrol at night when they saw the apparition of a horse come out of the pond damn so that would freak me out yeah, yeah. be so, like pond horse <laughs> followed by the plow and the old farmer like it came out in that pond order. plow Pond was just like shit. Still being dragged behind. He's oh, like, oh, damn it. He was not being dragged. Oh, no, he dang. was walking behind it. So then they see him walk in front of their car. So they see him get out of the pond. He walks across the street. <laughs> There's a sign of the yield car. for ghost. <laughs> so they're all just kind of, and I imagine like they have this dumb blank stare on their face because the apparition like walks in front of their car over the road into the woods and then just vanishes. Over the river and through the woods. To grandma's house we go. Mm-hmm. And it just vanished. Um, and that would creep me out. I think ghost horse with plow and ghost and farmer like, is a bit freaky. It's a lot. Yeah. Ghost horse, it's a lot, man. And that is usually what people will see. They will see... A big ass horse. The horse farmer plow. Like a they will ghost. see... <laughs> yes. I had to get there. Um, but so that's what, uh, yeah, they would see there. And it's it's insane. Um, that's that's bonkers. Ghost yeah. horse is cool. I don't think we've ever had a ghost horse on this podcast no. before. Now we've not. Ne- now this is a twofer. We've never had a ghost horse, and we've never had a ghost house. A ghost house. Ghost farmhouse. Phantom house. Phantom house. Fouse. Buckle up. I'm about to tell you about this house. All right. That's I'm not buckled. There. Ha. Um. So yeah, the third um story that kind of 
goes on at this um, on this land is that of the ghost farmhouse. Um, people have reported seeing the house during day, night, all weather and conditions. So it's not like it just shows up at any particular time. Like the lady in white who only comes when the moon is full. Mm-hmm. Moon is full. I sound like an old storyteller. When the moon is full. <laughs> um, the the house is a two story old frame farmhouse painted white. It's very specific. Like multiple people have given the same description of this house. Painted white with wooden posts and a porch swing. Um, there's also a light slash candle of some or oil lamp in the window. Okay. Um, okay. I'm into so, it. I picture mm-hmm, it. I see it. Mm-hmm. So you have it in your mind's eye. It's in there. So people will walk through the cemetery and they'll see the house off to the side like just doing their thing see the house and go oh that's cute let i want to get a closer look i didn't know that there was a house on this property and as they're walking closer and closer to the house the house gets farther and farther away from them and almost Mm. like a mirage and then it disappears oh so then it just eventually yeah goes back and back it's gonna be like and it leads them into the pond and they drown yeah Um, they're dragged into the pond by a ghost horse <laughs> others have seen so instead of it's like it's a scaredy the, house though because it runs away from people it does it doesn't like people mm. um other times what the house will do is you will see it so you you know are walking through the the property and you go you i see, see you house you're like oh there's a house over there and then you go about your business you keep doing your thing you come back on your way out and the house and is like, gone where's the house and the house is just gone. that's weird ghost house ghost house I, I i don't think that's as scary as a ghost horse no no i mean that's just more of like a huh yeah um, it's scary huh? if you have to make your pee poops though yeah a little bit because it's I'm like, like <laughs> it's not there and i was gonna ask them to use the bathroom no i gotta no, load you can't my do pants that. you can't because it keeps running away from you well, also in the exactly. legend doesn't want it. your pee poops don't go in the house if you go in the house you never come out Oh, well, keep That's the, the how legend? could you even get in the house? If, Who's if gotten you in there? Managed to make it in there. You don't You'll come out. Never come Maybe back it's like alive. one of those things where you like can't look at it. You have oh. to like keep it in your peripheral, but like not really look at it, and then you can get closer to it. Oh, but maybe you can't, like if you're like I'm looking at it. Told, I, yeah, you can back into you. it. Like yeah. if you see it there, and you turn around. But you you got to back, back that thing up. You back your butt up. You poop in the front door. Run it's away. A real fine, mother. Yeah, you got to back that thing up. Back that thing up. Ho, who's you playing with? Back that thing up. It's a fine little book. Yeah. Um, so, but there was, and what's cool is this is there's also some sort of visual evidence of this house as well. Um, in 1951, there was an aerial photograph uh, taken <clears throat> of the. I was like, oh, is it farm. on Google Maps? It's not on Google Maps, but they did take this Put picture. Put a pin in Ghost House. In 1951, and it does look like there is some kind of structure or object in the middle of the of the cemetery. Oh, wow. Um, mm. Near where people have claimed to see the house. Now, there are a lot of people, so they'll give the same description, but the house does move. Like, most people see it in one spot, but there's also a bunch of people who have claimed to see it in another part of the park or okay. the cemetery. Mm. So the it park. does move as well. It's a parkatory. Yeah. Um, and so the the structure that you see in the photo, it actually casts a shadow and it does look like it's a house. Like it's kind of got the triangle shape and it's the square um, and you can see it. But when you go to the spot where they took the picture, there's no physical evidence of anything. There's not even there's like there. there used hmm. to be a foundation here not or even, anything like that. Nope, wow. Nothing. So that there's a picture of that on the Internet, too, which we can show you. But it's kind of cool. But when you went to that actual location to take a look like, oh, what is that? Nothing's supposed to be there. You're right. Nothing is supposed to be there. And it's a ghost. A ghost house. <laughs> um, but the only thing disappointing, I think, about the, the, the cemetery is that a lot of these stories took place in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. And today. 
No, it's oh. not even like Goldie Station where you're like, oh, or <laughs> it's classic. It's a classic yeah, ghost. Classic. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, they're classic. No, no, so, no modern ghosts here. Mm-mm. So I don't know. No auto tune ghosts. <laughs> so, but I don't. So I don't you know. You stick on me on the ghost phone. <laughs> Get out. Get out. It's been a pleasure. This will be my last podcast Bob, with Booze and Brews. Get out. Um, no, but um, so I ha- but I haven't read any like new stories. So all of these were taking like happened in the seventies and eighties. So I don't know if the ghost activity has died down because the vandals aren't there as much anymore. There's oh, not pe- there aren't as many people doing like satanic rituals and shit maybe. on the property There's anymore. There's less satanicness now. Yeah. yeah. So maybe the ghost. Now that the colonel's got the recipe. You know, he doesn't need to go be, there. Yeah, yes, because the latest thing that I found was in 1991, and that was 26 years ago. So. Um, I don't know. If, interesting. I if bet it's still so haunted. cool, though. I bet. I would go look for the house it's or a, not look for it. Yeah. It's also a creepy-ass overgrown cemetery, so I mean, yeah. that's pretty... Yeah, I do like a closed-for-business cemetery. That's oh, pretty yeah. badass. Yeah. There's one. There's a closed-for-business cemetery. Um, actually, on the street, I grew up on kind of sort of like my friend's backyard was the cemetery. Oh, that's baller. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so... But yeah, going back close for the business cemeteries. Those are cool because you walk around and you're like, oh, tombstones from like the 1800s. Yeah, which is pretty I, awesome. I do. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I yeah. found one of those on Thanksgiving, like out in fucking middle of nowhere, Utah. Nice. Where people died from swing accident. Did I tell you guys about that? No. no. <laughs> I went to this cemetery because I wasn't cooking Thanksgiving dinner for the first time. And uh, and there was like a bunch of people died of like a dysentery and plague and what? They actually put cause Indians of death on them. Yeah, because there's only like 60 people buried in this right. little frontier cemetery. And then there were these two girls, a 13 and 14 year old girl who died in a swing accident. Oh, no. <laughs> and it said like on their tombstone something about like, like too much play was folly or something oh like that God. and oh then God. on the like the like key because it's a historical landmark now there was like a, these girls died in a swing accident <laughs> oh, death by swing death by tire swing yeah. yeah um so anyway that brings me to my beer yeah which i have killed was delicious this is great this is um goose island's sophie it's a belgian style saison and i chose goose island because they are from chicago illinois they are and it says i'm while you were talking and it was bottled so like a couple months ago august of this year not like but it says it says bottled on august of 2017 but then it says develops in the bottle over five years contains live yeast sediment may form were we supposed to not drink this for five years in which case fail because i totally drink it well well, i'll sell it if they're not gonna i mean maybe when they make the beer maybe it sits for five it has yeast in it so i mean it it probably bought it does bottle condition but like it didn't need it it's it real. Good. It's real light and fun and fruity, but also a little, little bit of that yeasty funk. I don't know. I like it. It was really good. It was very easy drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like just enough flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a porch pounder saison. That's yeah. That's not one you come across often. No, no. this is a ninety percent Belgian style ale blended with ten percent Belgian style ale. Okay, then how is that possible? Six You're and a half percent aged in, and aged in wine barrels with orange peel. That's where that citrus yeah, is coming from. Yeah, I get from. that That's citrusiness. Real good. Yeah, so mm. this is um, quite delicious. Like Bob said, six and a half percent. So it's actually not that bad. It's also fancy Goose Island because oh, the it was bottle expensive. is real fancy. Oh yeah, uh, it doesn't look like a normal Goose Island bottle. No, um, it's in cursive. Yeah, um, it's got a fancy lady it name. It uses a script-like font. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was delicious. Uh, mm-hmm. I I was a big fan of this, and you know me, I'm not the biggest Saison fan, but this was. Real smooth, easy drinking. It's real, real good. 
I like it. You like like it. We liked it. And it was a great story, too. I like Sophie in my mouth. I think we all do. (laughs) Okay, we're going to come back on that note. Uh, (laughs) So hold on. And we'll come back for round two. And we're back. Yeah, with fart noises. That was the quality lip and tongue fart. Raspberry. It was was nice and like a little, it was the right amount of liquidy loose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like constipated sounding. Mm -hmm. It was just. That was was a fast food fart right there. Yeah. That was the. Taco Bell. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back. (laughs) Aren't you so glad you listened to our podcast, fuckos? Okay. My turn. Round two. Haunted cemeteries. My cemetery is Greyfriars Kirkyard from Edinburgh, Scotland. Yes. Uh, I had to do Scottish hands. Greyfriars Kirkyard. Gray Friars. So Gray Friars. Gray Friars. He's gray a friar who has been turned gray. He's a gray priest. Yes. Kirkland. Kirkland. Kirk. Sorry. Not Kirkland. That's Costco. I was, I was like, going to say. Kirkland. Kirkyard. Because. Uh, Kirk's yard. We're gonna, okay. We're going to get there. So Kirk it's in Edinburgh, Scotland. Scotland. Oh, you fucking bastard. <laughs> come. Come to Scotland, Costco. <laughs> come get to your a cemetery, Costco. Come to this area. Buy a friar, you fuck. <laughs> it's gray. It's gray. Um. So, so the, oh boy, this is going to be a long second half. So this, <laughs> I'm having trouble already. So the cemetery, the second episode of today is going to be rough. Oh, okay. oh boy, am I excited? I, it's a lot of reading. So the the uh, Greyfriars Kirkyard is uh, is the area surrounding the Greyfriars Kirk because Kirk in Scottish Gaelic means church. Ah. So it just means oh. churchyard. So it's what they call cemeteries. So if you're a guy named Kirk, your name's actually Church. Yeah, yeah. your name is Church. If you, if I had a friend named Kirk, I would just start calling him Church, church now. Yeah. And not explain to him at all why. Yeah. It's probably good that I don't have a friend named Kirk. It's yeah. just like when you walk out to your favorite Latin music store and you buy a CD from Enrique Iglesias. Yeah, Henry. Guess what? Henry Churches. Not a great name. <laughs> no. Antonio Banderas. Tony, Tony Flags. <laughs> Not a great name. Tony Flags, arguably better name. Better oh, than you know what? Churches. <laughs> yeah. Tony Flags. Tony Flags. Yeah, Tony American Flags. I feel like he like fought commies in the eighties. You know? I, I would yeah, watch that. Is it part of the Red Scare, maybe? Yeah, yes. he's got an American flag. Tony ta- flags. He's got an American flag tattoo across his chest. Across his heart. Yeah. Uh no. So nothing American about this. All Scottish. So uh the land was originally a Franciscan friary. Oh boy, say that. Which is ten where times they French cast. fry uh, friars. French fry friars. <laughs> French fry friars. Uh, and the friars of that friary wore gray robes. Hence, ah, gray, gray friars, friars Kirkyard. Very literal with yeah. our name. Good Thank job, you, Scotland. Scotland. It sounds so cool, but then when you break it down, you're like Ugh. super descriptive. Yeah, good yeah. job, Scotland. Good job. Um, so it was it was a friary until uh, the friary was dissolved. It dissolved in the friar. Was um, there a great friar fight? <laughs> it turned it up too high. It was a great friar fire. Great fire fight of uh, you're 1565. burning in the oil, you dumb fuck. Um, in 1559. And then in 1561, Mary, Queen of Scots, oh, who's fucking awesome. Her head gets chopped off. Oh, I was super obsessed with that TV show, Rain, you guys. Uh, so Mary, Queen of Scots, allotted the land because at that it was a friar and then it was a garden. And then she was like, you know what? You can turn this into a cemetery. We're going to build a giant church in the middle of it. And Is she buried there? No. Oh. She said, uh, 
because it is thought beneficial that there should be no more burials within the church, which was another big church in Edinburgh. It was like overflowing with people. Um, and Literally because that kirkyard is not thought to have sufficient room for burying the dead no. and taking into consideration the smell oh. and the inconvenience of the summer heat, oh. it would be provided oh, to have... Oh, God. Nice warm summer in Scotland. Yep. It would oh. be provided that a burial place be made further from the middle of town from the middle of town of pound yep such as the Greyfriars yard and the same will be built and made secure hmm okay um, and then she put a seal on it that said uh like fuck elizabeth no that said Long i'm never Scots. totally gone or something like that it's basically <laughs> just like part of me is fucking staying here yeah oh my god oh uh, yeah so she was ready for ghosts um so it's been a cemetery since 1561 Damn. so a long ass fucking time um, it's one of the oldest and largest cemeteries within Edinburgh. And it's like in Edinburgh proper. Like Dude. you can see mm-hmm. Edinburgh Castle. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah, it's right in the fucking thick of it. Um, and the church is still there. Um, and it like still functions. They still have services there. Um, they have services once a week and they're performed in English and in Scottish Gaelic. Oh. So oh. if you want to go I hear a lot of uh, Kirkyard shit sure sure go, go listen to it in scottish gaelic go uh, be it's also confused. it was the location for the signing of the national covenant in 1638 which we're going to come back around to but it was like a huge it's like they the changed what their entire government of their country was and they made it in that cemetery because the cemetery was one of the few places in scotland at the time that you could like have a gathering of people peace mm-hmm, and quiet mm-hmm. man yeah so fucking peaceful um, so it's it's a big, lovely cemetery. It has a lot of tourists. It's famous for a bunch of reasons. I picked three. Okay. That three I of found, the best reasons yeah, for being famous. Three of the best. best reasons. Number one. Reason one. One. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> Harry Potter is buried in the yes. cemetery. No. No. Lord However, Voldemort is. Yes. It is accessible from platform nine and three quarters. No. So J.K. Rowling, Shut when up, she Bob. first started, I'm just going to go through. <laughs> so when she first started writing the first book of Harry Potter, she would write at a pub called um, the Elephant House Cafe, which is directly next to Greyfriars. And she used to sit on the second floor window overlooking the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Oh. And when she would like need inspiration, she would go down and she would wander through the cemetery. And the cemetery is directly next door to a private school named Hogwarts. George Hogwarts. Harrow School. Harrods? Which e- H- uh, H-E-R-I-O-T-S. Harriot. Harriot. Hogwarts. Yeah. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Uh, which is the uh, inspiration for Hogwarts. Yeah. Uh, it's a like secondary and high school. It's a private school. There were the little uniforms. Right the Pictures. It looks exactly like fucking Hogwarts. Yeah, um, yeah they say, right drunk, get it sober. Yeah. Yep. So, and she has said like, that was my inspiration for Hogwarts was this school, which literally shares two walls of our mm-hmm. part of the fucking cemetery. Um, and so she used to, when she would like need inspiration, she'd walk around and like, cause it's very peaceful and it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous fucking cemetery. Here um, lies Albus Dumbledore. And they, they were like, she got a lot of inspiration from the cemetery, including, um, there, there is a grave there from a man who was 72 years old when he died. He was just a noble man named Thomas Riddle. Nice. Oh. Um, and there's there a W. McGonagall. Yeah. <gasps> oh. so, who was apparently some famous poet. But so she's like, oh, I she didn't realize she was pulling names from the cemetery. Oh. But and, and now like Thomas Riddle's yeah. grave has become a bit of like a Harry Potter. Yeah. Like people go and leave notes. Dear and Voldemort. Professor Snake, who's probably a very, a very lovely, lovely woman. woman. <laughs> um, so number one, Harry Potter. Number two is what the locals like to call Greyfriars Bobby. 
So you would think that that's like you, yeah. Bob. You yeah. have. See, I thought policemen. Sure. However, I thought but, my husband. But I'll have you know, it's something different. It is something different because Bobby is a Sky Terrier. <gasps> the doggy. He's oh. an adorable little puppo. He lived from 1855 to 1872. He's an old doggo. Um, yeah, he was an old doggo. Yeah. So he, because he's a little dog, he was a little terrier. And so Bobby was owned by a man named John Gray, who was a night watchman. Oh. Who one day he was di- he also a friar? <laughs> no. Okay. Was he oh. a white walker? No, night he's a night watcher. Was he a <laughs> night walker? He was not. A, he was none of those things. Was he was he just a, street, a night watchman. Guys. Was he a street walker? He was just a night watchman. <laughs> Lady yes, of the he night streets. Great. <laughs> um, so he died, so and he's then looking for puppos. <laughs> he died, and his dog like followed. Like they came and they took him away, and he like followed them to the hospital, and then then he was released from the hospital, and then the funeral service, and he like followed him to the cemetery, and then they buried his owner, and he just stayed there, and he Aww. stayed there. He lived Bobby. in the cemetery for fourteen years. On top of his owner's grave, and people, he became a bit of a tourist attraction. So people would come and like give him food and pets. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, the um, the Lord Provost, which mm. sounds important, Ooh. of Edinburgh, That's not that important, um, actually started to pay for the dog's license every year. And he like had a collar made that said like I live in Aww. like Greyfriars Kirkyard. Aww. Like if so lost, was, return to dead owner. Yeah, if if found, please return to cemetery. Mm. Um, and he's. So he, they say he's the most famous dog in Scotland. Um, when he died, so he di- he waited 14 years. He went, he like lived on his mm. master's grave for 14 years. Um, and after he died, they buried him right next to his Aww. master. Aww. And then uh, the next year, this like nobleman who thought the story was adorable commissioned this giant water fountain of the dog to be placed at the entrance to the cemetery and it was a water fountain where there was a fountain up top for people and a fountain on the bottom for pup dogs oh my god um, oh my god so cute yeah oh jesus um and then it so that was built in 1873 Aww. but then in like the 1970s there was some like disease lives in water so they turned off the water legionnaires uh, so it's not a who knows malaria Mala- scottish malaria <laughs> so there's you no start wearing plaid yeah it's not yeah. a fountain anymore <laughs> you take off all your underpants yeah. just wear plaid skirts you yep. grow weird red facial hair right. yeah it's um bizarre so it's not a fountain anymore, but it is still a, there's still a statue and it's like been redone over mm-hmm. the years. It's gorgeous. It's a very well done, very lifelike looking statue Aww. of this puppo um, named Bobby and they call him Great Friar Bobby. Um, and he has a pub named after him, which is right <gasps> down the street. Um, and people come just to see Great Friar Bobby's uh, like statue. Oh, Yeah. And there's like a little tombstone for him above his grave that was like from the Humane Society and oh stuff. Oh my God. Super cute. Yeah. Adorable little puppo story. So Harry Potter. Adorable puppo. Adorable puppo. You're two for two right now. Yeah. Number three. So I was told three cool things. Number three is one of the scariest fucking ghosts I've ever heard of. Oh my God. Uh, so number three is, I'm, I'm like wrapping together. It's Covenant, Covenanter's Prison. Jesus Christ, Singleton. Covenanter's Prison and Bloody Mackenzie. Oh God. Bloody Mackenzie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, the Covenant movement was a revolution within that started within Scotland in well, the 1600s. Indiana Jones went and got their ark, brought it back. Oh, no. I top men. I was like, Ark of the Covenanters. <laughs> no. 
no, it's apparently named because of the covenant that God has with his people because it was it was like a Presbyterian movement mm. against all the fucking Catholic patriarchy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so it was part religious freedom. They didn't want to have to be Catholic. It was part like monarchy versus parliament and who has power over the people. Mm. And then it sort of then morphed into part of war against Britain. Oh. Because Scotland was tired of being like the redheaded stepchild to Britain. And yeah. then so was quite literally. Yeah. Yes. And then so was Ireland also quite literally. Yeah. Um and so then they started they were both civil warring because of religion and monarchy. Ah. And then they started warring with Britain, who was also civil war. So it was like oh, three God. civil wars and then one big war where they're all fighting each other. There's a lot of fucking war. It was called uh the War of Three Kingdoms. Shocker. Whoa. Mm. That sounds very Game of Thrones. It yeah. does. Uh and so in 1638, so this started in the 1600s, and in 1638... There was uh, a dance with dragons. <laughs> Jesus. It was a dance of fire and ice. Yeah. Um, no, there was the... the you danced with dragons to the song of fire and ice. It, obviously, yeah. Tell your story. Uh, there's nothing else you could dance to. <laughs> yeah. um, so the the covenanters, who were the people who were like, we want, we want, we want to have a monarchy, and we want to have freedom but we don't want the monarchy to be in charge of our religion because at that point there was no religious leader in scotland and so the monarchy tried to put someone within the royal family in that role and scotland was like we we can just like have our own no this was kings at this time um so so they they banded together no one in pants will rule scotland no men in skirts only low hangings only with your dangle downs. Yes, dangle. Free in the wind of the highlands. No shirts. No shirts. We paint ourselves blue. Yeah, aye. There's also like four William Wallace's buried in the cemetery. Because <laughs> it's a real popular name in Scotland. He wasn't even that special. No. Uh, so, so anyway, so these covenanters, they rebelled, they won, and they all gathered together in the cemetery and they signed the National Covenant, which basically just like, kind of created a whole new government oh, for damn. Scotland. And they were in charge for a long fucking time. Um, so that was 38. Then in 51, um, shit figured itself out in Britain a little bit more. And then Charles II was put back on the throne. Mm. And he was just like, nah, fuck you, Covenanters. I'm coming oh. for you. Mm. I see you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> so shit started to go sideways. By uh, 1662, uh, the principles of the covenant were declared illegal. Oh, so even though it was still the like at that time functioning governing body, they were just like, nope, all of you fucking illegal and against the king and oh. against the crown and against God. Oh uh, boy! So which resulted, as you can guess, in more war. Yeah. So there was hmm. a lot more war, and they warred for a real long time. Um, all most of the covenant leaders were killed pretty quickly because uh, when you have God and and the king on your side, shit settles in down pretty of, quick. In all of his things. They sort of made a one last stand in 1679, and it was literally like farmers with pitchforks and rusty old claymores. Oh, gosh. Um, fighting against national armies of Britain and Scotland. Oh, my God. Um, so they died. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so they, they fared well. <laughs> yeah. the- they did real, real good. Shocker, didn't go well for them. No. Um, so there were, at the end of all this, there were about 1,200 rebels. I thought you were who- just going to be like, there are 12 rebels left. There's only like there 12 Scotland. 12 Scottish people left um no so there were about 1200 they're like all right they took our freedom (laughs) bye (laughs) they ran off nothing left to do about it yeah we're cranky somebody wake up nessie (laughs) no she's sleepies Mm. she lives in underground caves because she's like me and loves caves um 
Hashtag caves. Uh, so there were 1200. Hashtag Nessie loves caves. Hashtag Nessie loves caves. Um, so there were 1200 rebels. They were captured. And they were like, we don't know what to do with them. There's too many of them to put in the dungeon of Edinburgh Castle. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, what are we going to do? They were like, oh, we'll just put them in all this empty space we have, which is the like field adjoining uh, Greyfriars Kirkland, Kirkyard. Oh. I keep saying Kirkland. Greyfriars Kirkyard. <laughs> Greyfriars I love Costco, Costco Cemetery. Gray- I love <laughs> Costco. I'm cross from now on. Cross-crow. Cross-crow. Um, so they just decided we're going to take all 1,200 of you and we're going to put you in this space. And the space was literally one. So it's a big square that's just a field okay. that one, that's walled in. You live on this field now? Pretty much. So there's one wall that was the school, that fancy school. Yeah. Two Hogwarts. sides that was the cemetery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also walled in, like huge fucking walls. And then one side that was open, so they just built a fence of like pikes and pyres. And then of Scottish bones. Yeah, and then put armed guards there so that no one could escape. And it was basically like one of the first ever concentration camps. Oh, like it was ew. just, they just put people there and left them to die. to die. How big is this thing? Um, This yard, it's not that big. Oh, um, It's 1,200 people. And they were only there for four months, but it was four winter months. Oh. Um, and, In kilts. And doing yeah, this time, balls, they man, gave them, they didn't <laughs> build. your nuts off. They didn't build them shelters. They had to build all of their own shelters. They gave them very little food. They gave them nothing to provide for heat. Um, and all the while they were doing this, oh, so so they were so twelve hundred went in. Um, after the four months, they were like, "We can't do this anymore. We have to let them out." Two men enter, one man leaves. So Thunderdome. Si- sixty-nine people escaped throughout okay. the course of these four months. Okay, good for them. Nice. Um, so sixty-nine people running free, uh, just freedom birds up just in the say, air. Yep, yep. Probably moving to Ireland. Sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then, so when then when they went in to like round up the survivors, there were 200 people left. Oh, God. Mm. That's yeah. not a lot of people left. No, and so what they did was, and they took those 200 people and they were like, these were people who refused to die. They, they wouldn't convert. They refused to they die. Wouldn't, they wouldn't like swear allegiance to the crown. They wouldn't convert their religion. So they were like, okay, cool. We're going to sell you into slavery. And they put them on a boat headed to the West Indies, which fucking sunk and they all died. Oh, God. So the only people out of those 1,200 who went in, the 69, 69. who escaped some of them probably survived that's it everyone else dead that's terrible i'm gonna make a movie about those guys and it's gonna be called the 69 69. nice (laughs) dot 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 nice (laughs) yeah like that's the title and then the tagline of the movie nice Nice. (laughs) i feel like it's it's noise like n-o-i-c-e noise 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 uh so all of this was (laughs) All of this was because of a man named George McKenzie of Rose Hall, mm. um, who he was a lawyer. My notes literally say general fancy man. He was a general <laughs> fancy man. I don't oh, know man. what that means. He had a monocle. He was fancy. He wore fancy. spats. He was a lawyer. So, and in 1677, which was two years before this rebellion ended, um, he was elected Lord Advocate, which is like head lawyer dude. Mm. Um, he was elected to the Scottish Privy Council. Privy and he, Council? Privy Council? Privy Council. Yeah, I it's heard- like... I heard yeah, they're, they're the people in charge of the toilets. <laughs> they're the pretty privy council. I heard, <laughs> yeah, because I heard pretty council. I was like, no. he's the cutest. Privy council just means like small group of advisors. Yeah, it's like the people who actually run the country because a monarch doesn't actually run a country. Yeah, right. These people were privy to the information. To the information. Oh, you would say. Um. So, so he was elected to the Scottish privy council, the Scottish potty council. Um, and then, and then the King Charles made him the Minister of Magic. 
King Charles the King Second. King Charles Corncob? <laughs> no. King okay. Charles the Second made him the Minister of Persecuting Policy. Oh, God. He was in- this is essentially the, the minister of being a bastard? Yeah. <laughs> he was the Minister of Persecuting Policy. A so it's his job to persecute, persecute. Ev- all of these 1,200 and everyone else that they captured Mr. during Kenzie, the rebellion. Mr. Kenzie, people are irritating me. Would you please go and... Persecute them. Persecute them. <laughs> I'm the king. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I'm you. King uh, Charles II. I'm King Charles II. Have you persecuted them yet? Uh, are you in the privy? Are you in the privy? You are my pri- You are, Stop I'm pooping <laughs> and please destroy them. Stop pooping and torture some Scots. I don't, you can torture them with your poop. <laughs> I don't care. Fling it at them. Just like hurt. a howler monkey. <laughs> Have you been to the West Indies? They're really quite spectacular. I'll let you continue with your story. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... George Mackenzie was a general uh, dick extraordinaire. Yeah. So he was real fond of torture. So uh, so some of the... Like you would be. Some of the thousand people who died within this basically concentration camp died from Dysentery. exposure or from or from like malnutrition or like maltreatment. But also a bunch of them died from torture from murder. and from public executions. They were He was fond of just like waking up on a Monday morning, walking in, going into some little hovel that some family... Because it was entire families. If your father rebelled, your whole family was moved into this. And oh. he would just go into like Monday morning breakfast, pull out oldest sister and just fucking put her head on a pike oh. in front of everyone else. Oh. Yeah. He was a giant dick. What a nice man. Um, so because of this, he earned the nickname... Dick McKenzie. No, he earned the nickname... Bloody. Bloody McKenzie. And it's spelled <laughs> like Scottish, so it's B-L-U-I-D-Y. Bloody McKenzie. Bloody. <laughs> um, so in total, they think he killed around 1,800 people. Oh my God. That's a lot of people. Yes. Now, I mean, a th- like a thousand of them were from this one specific concentration camp they that had he created and like used as his own little per- personal torture that's ground. Still his- but that's still 800 other people he's just killing. Yeah. Jesus. Um. So after they stopped, after these four months and they sell the people out and the country started to calm down a little bit. Um, so then they didn't have need for this like prison encampment anymore. So then the prison area was absorbed into the cemetery and is now part of the cemetery. Oh, um, mm. it's a separate section that's walled off. They call it the Covenant Prison like section, but it's in the Greyfriars Costco Cemetery. Have they buried people in that area? Yes. Where all those pissed off ass Scotsmen were? Li- yes. So no wonder is- there's ghosts and shit. Because they were running out of space. Nearly so headless they- Nick is hanging out over there. Mm-hmm. So they built up this new area of the cemetery and it was like the fancy area. It was all the rich fancy people went where they died. Like perhaps Bloody Mackenzie. <laughs> who is literally buried in the Covington, in the Covenant's prison part of Greyfriars Costco wow. Cemetery. Where he'd killed all those people. Yes, yeah. where he killed all those fucking people. He, it's where he did oh. his best work. He's real yes. proud of it. So, where and, he did his best work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was his swan song. Yeah, yeah he, he was really emotionally was. connected exactly. to that land. Uh, it's like like scattering ashes on Yankee Stadium. Yeah. You know, that's pretty much what they did. Yeah. Um, so it's also because most they of the, say if you do what you love, you never, never work a day in your life. <laughs> so most of the old cemetery is like in the ground headstone, like plaques, okay. because they were trying to absorb bodies from all the other cemeteries. So it was like a space issue. Yeah. But then when they added, when they were like, well, now we have this fucking prison camp space. We have more space. We can sell this at a premium. So that's when they started to get like large mausoleums 
dams and like above the ground vaults and stuff. Gotcha. So it was like the above fancy, ground swimming pool. Yes, exactly. Four story mausoleum yeah. vaults. Uh, so it's like the fancier part of the cemetery. Um, they also have a bunch of in this section because I guess at some point in the 1800s, the Edinburgh School became like the best medical school in the world so they had all these medical students who all needed cadavers they need bodies. so like grave robbing became a real big problem god so they started installing these things called mort safes m-o-r-t-s-a-f-e-s which was basically like a giant like Lock. imagine like a shark cage around your tomb oh my <laughs> like uh, like you're buried in the ground yeah and then sticking out of the ground is half of a shark cave because the rest of it is around the rest of your coffin <laughs> oh my god Don't because so steal people couldn't so people can break into your tomb and steal your body uh and those are still there you can like walk around and trip over them um so but grave robbers have infinite rows of teeth did you know that they break one off and just new one will show up <laughs> they don't even care just don't care yeah i'm just continuing the, the shark, shark i metaphor. got you i got you they it can wasn't smell, funny. They can I'm just saying. smell one drop of blood in a gallon of water. Yeah. Um, so, move crickets. She's just, crickets. She's just staring. <laughs> my wife is just staring. She's so disappointed <laughs> in my stupid mouth. <laughs> yep. Uh, blowing past the terrible shark jokes. Uh, so, like I said. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it was just bad. It was serious. Bloody <laughs> McKenzie is buried there. He's buried in a giant, like, uh like tomb mm. but it's like circular kind of it's like rounded on top it's big and fancy like an igloo uh like the, the capitol building okay the domes in milwaukee i don't know what that is but sure it's not like luke skywalker's house um yeah. so it's there and it's also it's made out of white marble but it almost instantly got covered in moss and became black oh which is crazy because oh. other things that were built in the area that are made out of the same marble are, are still white oh. but this mausoleum like almost instantly became black so people started calling it the black mausoleum Ooh. um and Mackenzie, obviously not a beloved figure in scottish history no so robert louis stevenson who's like a big famous scottish poet um, he was writing a book about his time in Edinburgh and he wrote about Bloody McKenzie and his black mausoleum. He said, when a man's soul is certainly in hell, his body will scarce lie quiet in a tomb, however costly. Sometime or another, a door must open and the retrobrate will come forward uh, in the garments of the grave. He wrote that in 1874, in 1879. Uh, so he was just like, that dude's not going to stay fucking buried there. He's too evil. He doesn't want to be in hell anymore. He's going to fucking come back. And then he did. So everything was fine until 1999. Oh, recently. When, a home, he wanted, when he wanted to party. Yes. Like it's like Prince it was, was that there. Exact near. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So a homeless man was seeking refuge from like a terrible winter storm and he broke into this mausoleum. No, he didn't. Yeah, to try and like take shelter from like the rain and then like cold Scottish winter. Don't you go and to a homeless shelter? So he broke into the mausoleum with the thought, people think, of sleeping in there. Um, and then he assuming slept in there for the night when a groundskeeper found in the morning was just like oh this door has been broken down and went in there the guy was like wild-eyed and crazy and just kept muttering to himself i've released the devil i've released the devil he ran off into the night they have no idea who he is and they never saw him again oh god oh oh god yeah so this happened in 1999 in the two years after that the uh the cemetery and the people who run the cemetery had reports complaints from 66 people jesus who claimed they were injured and attacked 
while walking through this cemetery and they had 24 people who while viewing that mausoleum felt like they were being suffocated and fainted whoa actually fell over yes fainted um like all scottish people no tourists oh okay there are a bunch of uh, i didn't know if he still had like a vendetta no anyone okay. apparently okay got it he's got, got it. a vendetta against everybody uh, yeah <laughs> so then after those two years the city closed that part of the cemetery so now if you want to go into the covenant prison part of that cemetery Tough it's shit. literally padlocked shut oh. the only way you can go is if you get a special permit or if you go on a tour um, and I thought, oh, it's because they were like, it was degrading too quickly. Like they do that with a lot of the cemeteries yeah. in New Orleans yeah. too. Don't touch it and, and the city was just like, no, we shut it for public safety reasons. Yeah. They said that. Because there's an the evil news. goddamn ghost in there. Because there's an evil fucking, there's the Mackenzie Poltergeist oh my God. is what they call him. Oh. Um, and they were basically like, yeah, we don't know why all of this is happening, but people keep complaining and like getting injured. So we're just going to close it. And you can only go in now if you go in with a, a tour group and you sign a waiver that says if you get injured or killed you won't so well you're dead if you are injured or killed you won't so by ghosts so over so since that time there have been like reported there's been um over 500 attacks most of which they have like photographic evidence of of like the scratches or the bruises that occurred and over 170 people have passed out just from like being in that part of the cemetery um the most common is like they get bruises and scratches or like little bitty burns what's really common is little burns burns so what's really common is that you'll be walking through the cemetery with your tour group or whatever and you'll feel like someone like brushes up against you and you'll turn and there's no one there and you'll think that's weird and then you'll wake up the next morning and you have like scratch marks across your arms from like fingernails Um, or like someone will poke you in the back and you're like oh that's weird and you'll turn around there's no one there and then the next morning you wake up and like have a giant bruise across your back whoa um like that's what's most common but some people have said they've been like standing there and they suddenly felt like someone was like grabbing their hand like as if to shake their hand and then the pressure keeps closing and closing and closing and they have broken fingers whoa yeah people feel like they are being strangled and they have like finger marks on their necks and people feel like they are being suffocated people feel like someone has a hand over their mouth and their nose and they struggle against it and their whole face goes numb and they can't breathe and then they pass out but and then they physical manifest- manifestation of this stuff yeah but no on one's ever seen him broken ass fingers yes and there are hundreds on the internet of people talking about what's happened to them of people being like this is what happened to me and this is the picture of the bruise and there's a, there's a there's a couple a terrible southern couple who are just like it poked me in the back like it's not just scottish people <laughs> um and in some extreme cases we went on a delightful vacation to perhaps you've heard of it edinburgh scotland and <laughs> why are you a ladies man because <laughs> ooh a ghost <laughs> a ghost um and it it touched me on the backside and i got a bruise and i got a little bruise on my tooth um i was i was quite distressed (laughs) so in some of the more extreme cases like there's been one case where someone felt like someone was grabbing their arm and pulling them um and like and like just just to hell just just pulling their arm away from their body and they had a dislocated shoulder whoa there's been like a broken arm there's a story of a guy who was just standing there like in a tour group and he suddenly like his face started to go numb and he thought it was really weird and then he was like i can't feel my face at all it's so weird and then he turned to look at his wife and his wife was like your nose is bleeding and he was like what and they left the cemetery to like stop his nose from bleeding and the second they leave the cemetery he's like my nose is fucking killing me they go to the hospital he's in, his nose is broken, broken in multiple places 
what the Holy hell? shit. Yeah. It's like one of the most active poltergeists that exists. What and he hadn't. They like, don't do did, anything. It's not. You don't have to like anger it. They say that on a there. bad day, like six or seven people will be accosted in the cemetery. I was trying to figure out like what, what could have happened before. Like, obviously you hear stories like this. You go, well, what really happened? You dope. Yeah. But there's no. There's so many of them. This is crazy. There's so many of them though. And there, and some people just, there's no, like I was telling you guys before we started the podcast, there's no like, I get a weird ominous, like heavy feeling. Yeah. Like, there's pictures. And there's ghost bubbles in the pictures. Ghost there's none bubbles. of that shit. There's broken arms. There's finger marks on your neck from being strangled. God. Sometimes it feels cold and I have a heaviness and tightness in my bosom. And sometimes he breaks my fucking And then sometimes arm. my arm is broken. Yes. And he chokes me until I pass out. Yeah. So in 1999, uh, which like a couple months after the, they first, after the homeless after man, the man released the devil. Yeah. Sure, sure. Um, uh, a psychic who was a really popular psychic and like religious man um, in Edinburgh named Colin Grant went to try and like exercise the space to try mm-hmm. and like clear the devil of the area. And a bunch of like news crews went with him. It was a big to do. There was a photo of him like holding a candle in front of the part of the church that's candle in the, in the wind. Yeah, it's a candle in the wind. It's Scotland. It's definitely windy. Yeah. There's moors and stuff. Um, but but there's a picture and all the news media was really focused on the fact that there's like a shadow in the window of the uh-huh. church and they're like it can't be a shadow because all of there's no light in the there's cemetery no other than the camera flashes yeah well the candle burned out long before the legend ever did <laughs> That was good. That was good. Thank you, Bob. That was good. So you sorry. redeemed your shark joke. I'm so sorry. Um, but, <laughs> but so everyone's super focused on this picture. And you can find this picture on the internet. It's around. Um, it kind of just looks like a weird shape. It doesn't look like a person to me at mm. all. Um, and everyone was like, oh, it was such a struggle for him to get rid of this evil. Because there's so many dead people have been here. And like all the torture and all these tortured souls. And they're attacking him. And one of them's in this window. And Colin said at the time, like... It was incredibly strenuous. I didn't think I was going to be able to do it, but it's there's not there aren't hundreds of souls here. There's one. There's just one there's jackass. There's one, and it's really powerful. Oh. And he was very like dismissive of the like p- p- picture in the window, yeah. but that's what the media glommed onto. So you'll mm-hmm. see a lot of that when you Google it. Um, but he was just like, no, there was one evil. I was fighting it. He was. He thought he was successful. He thought I did it. I got rid of the the yeah. devil or whatever. Uh, I cleansed. he went under the aircraft carrier with the big mission accomplished sign. Exactly, I did it. Yeah, <laughs> just like Nixon. Nixon <laughs> signs. signs. Yeah. Uh, so he thought that he did it, but he uh, he became incredibly weak after the like yeah. the exorcism, um, and he like never fully recovered. And then like two weeks later, his family came home and found that he had died of a heart attack. Died. And he was so, kind of in perfect health before he did this exorcism, and it took so much out of him. Oh my gosh. And he the, did. And as soon as he died, so for two weeks it was calm, and then as soon as he died, the events started back up. Oh! Oh! Um, oh! So then later, um, his son, Colin Jr., mm. um, and this guy named Jan Henderson, who's like a big historian, and he runs... Uh, tours through the space and stuff um, they tried to exercise the space again so uh-huh. they went back to try and do it again and Jan was like he'd written this book about the cemetery and about the hauntings and about the death of Colin Sr. Um, 
And so they go to do this together and they have like news crews and stuff again because they're trying to get press for it. Mm-hmm. And Colin Jr. is trying to walk into the governor's prison part of the cemetery and he physically can't. It's like he tries to walk and he's like, something is stopping me. I can't get, th- I like, I can't get through there. Something's not letting me in. Whoa. So then Jan goes in and like walks around with the news crews and like explaining all the stuff and like take photo ops and stuff. Um, and then he goes home and then the next morning his office where his publishing office where he like wrote the book and where all the notes were for his second book about the cemetery had burned to the ground Whoa. and they don't know why and like none of the buildings around it were damaged by the fire at all. Oh my God. Um and then Colin Jr. has like since then been able to get in, but he's just like, there's something here and I don't know what it is and it's too much for me. And he doesn't think it killed his dad. Like he says, I don't think it's too powerful that it killed my dad. I think my dad just died unexpectedly. But it sounds very like blustery bravado-iness. Like, no, my dad was too powerful. My dad was yeah. awesome my guy. Dad was the This stupid. Yeah. Um, but he, he won't try and exercise the space again himself. No. Oh no. Yeah. No. This is where you uh, need So you not. can go. You can go. You can book a private tour, mm-hmm. uh, or you can book a, a no. group. You can book a group tour you and go into the space. Broken. Yes. By ghosts. They they do a couple tours a day, um, and the tours seem to be about twenty to twenty five people, based on what I've seen on YouTube. How much does it cost to have your arm broken by a ghost? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. What um, a great story, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened to you, ghost? But they say that I got my arm broken by a ghost. All I got was a stupid T-shirt. Yeah. Scotland. Hashtag Scotland. Hashtag Scotland. All I got was this really bad hangover. Um, <laughs> That's just your but flight to Scotland. They'll say like on a bad day, like on a day when when Bloody McKenzie is feeling like especially volatile, there'll be like six or seven incidents God. of him attacking different people throughout the day. He's just on the rag. Um, that's why you have to sign the waiver or you can't go in. Is there section. anyone specific that he goes after? Or is it, it just like any fucking buddy he feels way. like? There is. There was one website I found that said there's this like children's rhyme that people used to sing about, uh, about George when, before he was, I think after he was dead, but before he like had a poltergeist legend. So back in the like 1800s or whatever. Yeah. And it was something about like, come out and show yourself if you're strong enough or something. And it was like this chant, this like childhood chant rhyme. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it was supposedly if you went and you said that you were like almost certainly going to have shit happen to you. Oh shit. Oh yeah. But not very many people did that because it was like, you have a fairly high percentage of something terrible happening to you anyway. Like you don't need to up those odds. Right. You know, right. so it was only Jesus. like, like Zach Baggins would go and do it. You know, <laughs> you know what? I think we should suggest yeah. that. If you would him. wear carpenter pants, you would chant this stupid fight, sure, which sure, I don't, sure. I didn't write down. I don't remember it. Um, but it, yeah. So basically you can still go there and take a tour. You can like book a tour and go into this like cemetery tour and they do book it as like a, this is a ghost thing. And now they have access to some of the catacombs underneath, oh, underneath Nito. that part of Edinburgh too. Um, but you, you, you might get a little bit hurt or very hurt. Yeah. Well, and some ghost. of them are like little bruises and some of them are like, oh, there's just three little scratches. But yeah. some of them are like an entire like half of your thigh is covered Jesus. in like a dark purple bruise because Jesus. you felt like someone brushed up against you and you were like, oh, that's weird. There's no one there. And then you woke up the next day and like oh, half shit. of your leg is purple. Wow. Damn. I kind of want to go now. Yeah. yeah. Right. I kind of want to go too. Yeah. Um, but it sounds well, all badass. three of us are going to have like broken it's bones. It's pretty fucking. No, nothing will happen to us because we want it too bad. Yeah. They can smell. We're too thirsty. Thirsty for pain. Yeah. Poltergeist Mackenzie can smell how thirsty we are. 
Um, so that's my story. It's a great story. Greyfriars Kirkyard Costco Cemetery <laughs> in Scotland, which brings me to my beer. So the beer that I chose is Claymore, which is a Scotch ale. It is, and it's a good one. Yes, and... I've I'm been, the only one who's been pounding it, though, clearly. I, I'm as far down as Melly is, but I've had to weave my tail of uh, Scottish lore. Um, so Lisa Pants no likey so much. If you don't know, a Claymore is a giant fucking two-handed broadsword. Yeah. Yep. Um, broadsword. M- much like what... Broadsword! <laughs> much like what the peasants used to rebel against uh, the religious... Their evil overlords. It was Eddard Stark's sword. Yes. He had a Claymore. And it's from Great Divide Brewing, just like the country of Scotland was, was greatly divided itself yeah. throughout the wars that made this place so fucking crazy nah. haunted. All the dead Scots. All I do like them. to tell stories about thousands of dead Scottish people. Yeah. I yeah, don't know what that think. says about me. I do like a tortured to death and I apparently like a thousands of dead Scots. <laughs> yeah. I like what thousands. to get me for Christmas. <laughs> thousands of dead Scots. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so the beer, it's a Scotch ale. The bottle is super cute. It's a plaid. Yep. Very um, Scottishy looking. And it says named for the medieval Scottish sword. Claymore Scotch Ale is our tribute to the legendary wee heavy beers of Scotland. Yep. This multi ruby beauty features lots of caramel sweetness, <laughs> a reserved hot profile and a hearty character. Unlike its namesake, it's like coming and going this accent, this beer only requires one hand and it'll still make you feel like nobility. Uh, I like it a lot, actually. I, I appear to be the only person at this table who likes it a lot, but... Um that's, that's, that's no fine. I like it and I don't like a scotch ale like yeah. I bought this thinking it's fine I won't like it it'll be fine mm-hmm. B- and it, there's no hop in this whatsoever no, but I like it it's very sweet yeah. it's like candy beer yeah almost. it's candy beer yeah. but it's it's, it's got a they're like the back of it's real roasty though yeah oh and did we forget to mention it's 7.7 percent yeah. yeah it's strong it's edging towards fun and a half percent yeah, fun and is. a half percent we got another show to do after this one yeah. <laughs> But yeah, this is the type of beer that you can eat uh, or sorry, drink with your braised pot roast. Yeah, you know? they're they're <laughs> <laughs> they're suggested food pairings. Like yeah. your braised pot roast, for instance. For your instance. your rosemary white beans. Yeah, your uh, your bourbon bread pudding. Yeah, you know if you've just got that. If in I were to just throw out some suggestions, now that they're written on the fucking bottle. Written on the bottle, just like maybe a braised pot roast with some rosemary white beans. Yeah, that sounds you know, just off the top oh, yeah. of my head. Yeah, just off the dome, not even on the bottle. As I'm sitting here smelling and go, it does. It's like candy beer. It's yeah. so sweet. It tastes yeah. like it says mapley, mm-hmm. like caramely, big time. Yeah, yeah. big time. That, that explains the uh, fun and a half percent yeah, of, of this Yeah, all those thing. fucking sugar alcohols. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's my story, and that's my beer. I like it. Man, oh man, this is a tough <sighs> one. No, it's not. I have a tough call to make. Because you know what I like? Ghost horses. <laughs> you know what else I like? Dead Scottish people, Bloody McKessie, and jackasses getting their arms broken. Yeah. But you know what I like more than anything? Gray Friars Bobby. <laughs> I love this dog. Yes. That dog was the best. The dog was Vanessa named wins. Yeah. you. Yeah. I did. It's feel- a dog that's adorable. It's named after me. <laughs> I did feel like I came in strong this week. Yeah. I was like, I got a scary ghost. We yeah. haven't had like an aggressive scary ghost in a no. while. And I got Harry Potter yep. for the nerds in the group. Yep. Which is all of us. Um. And I got a fucking adorable pup. And yeah. a dog. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Named yep. Bobby. Yeah. I came in strong. Yeah. 
I uh, came in quite happy. Your beer was better. Yeah, I Melissa's beer was better. I, I like this. Melissa's better. I don't dislike this beer. And like I said, I don't like a Scotch Ale, but I there's nothing wrong with this beer. Yeah. I don't want more of this beer. No. no, one was enough. One's enough for anyone. I would You've all had one, and, and one, one is, is enough, enough for, for anyone. anyone. I would pour this over pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beer cakes. Well, if you would like to pour the Booze and Brews podcast over pancakes, you can contact us at boozeandbrewspodcast at gmail.com yeah. for all of your pancake recipe questions. Oh, yeah, we'll flapjack right into your inbox. You That's can right. send us suggestions for future episodes. Yep. You can tell... Burp. You can burp at us. You can burp you can just at send us. us an email that says burp. Yeah, that you can do whatever will you like. something back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Foamy sex. But yeah, you can tell us about your favorite ghost stories. Give us suggestions for future episodes. I think I said that already. I don't even care. Uh, we also do it have- twice. We also have a bunch of social media websites. Facebook is... Oh, our- can't fade, girl. Can't fade. We got a whole other episode to do after this. Try again. Try again. Say it louder. Booze and Bruce. We got our Instagram and it's... Booze and Bruce Podcast. And we got a tweet base and it's... Booze and Bruce. We have fun on all of them. We're here to talk to you. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. Tell us some stuff. Foamy. Say something silly. Yeah. Foamy gets lonely. Foamy's a salty bitch. It's unbelievable. Uh, and if you do like us and you would be so kind, we, you know, we on our Christmas wish list this year, yeah. we would like Santa to bring us. I made a sacrifice at the Santa altar. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Reviews, if, as we have mentioned in the past, help us out a whole bunch. We, we have do. a new review. Oh, we do? Kevin from last week. Oh, that's right. We have listener Kevin. That, uh, thank you, listener Kevin. You're going to get some you, fancy pants Teddy Grahams. Yeah, you, your Teddy Grahams are coming. If they might. Has Teddy has listener Kevin given us his address? Yes. Okay. Listener Kevin reached out to us. Listener Kevin reviewed us a little bit ago and then was finally like, hey, I'm going to send you an email with my contact information. Yeah. Thank you, if listener you Kevin. If you review us on iTunes, just be like, yo, this is me. Here's, Here's my, my address. address. We will send you presents. Yeah, we we have, have presents for you. Yes. Yeah, too. Uh, but yeah. So please rate, review, subscribe. Love us, love us. Yeah, we do. We did a Christmas mailing. We're gonna do a mailing uh, earlier in the beginning of the year as well. We're just gonna shower our fans with presents, love, mm-hmm. until we get more fans and can't afford to do it anymore. That's, That's right. true. That's pretty true. much. Here's the plan. hoping that comes up soon. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. Keep listening because keep listening. Listen to next blankness week. until next week. Just listen to the sound of nothing. <laughs> yes. Because we next week we're doing a very special, very special Christmas, Christmas episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a very special booze and Bruce Christmas. Yep. It's hopefully going to be delightful. Yeah. We are, we are dropping it directly on Christmas. So if you've had enough of your family, you should listen. to Yeah. This. Come listen to us. Come, do terrible yeah. accents. Yeah. Tear away, tear yourself away from your family for about an hour, maybe hour and a half, maybe two hours. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. Whatever. Uh, it depends uh, how uh, off the rails we go because we have done two beers today, and then for our Christmas special, we have four, four. more beers. Yeah, it's going to be a big problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the things we do for you, fuckos. Yeah, that's right, fuckos. Because we love you. That's right. Uh, so love us back. And yeah. until Christmas, cheers. Christmas, dead grandpa, it's that time of the year Where we sit around that fireside and crack open a beer You know you taught me about the good things Like respect and soup and authority And also about the bad like for 